Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Welcome to the Feudal Anime Podcast. I am your host, Jack. And I'm Rick. And today we're going to talk about my roommate is a cat. Um, this week was my choice. It was, uh, again, chosen at random. Although uh, you would uh, beg to differ, Rick. Just a little bit. I swear random to you means slice of life. Random to me. Hey, hey, hey. The the series before that one was not slice of life. Thank you very much. That's because I chose it. No, I'm talking about the one for me. You know what? A broken clock is right twice a twice a day. So, unless it's a 24 hour clock, and then it's right only once a day. The point is, it's right. At least, uh huh, uh-huh. yeah. It, it's it's eventually right. That's the point of it. Okay. Well, well, let's uh, let's go ahead and just uh, get right into it then, since uh, you want to be a little whiny baby. You know, just because I dislike a certain genre and use some strange happenstance, by some strange happenstance, you decide that that's your now favorite genre. I mean, it's not called whining if it's if it's uh, if it's correct. Right. Uh, So this one is a uh, slice of life comedy drama and it was a 12 episodes long and it actually aired fairly recently in comparison to when this is being recorded which was uh january 9th 2019 through march 27th 2019 you know i first saw it and i really was not interested in it because i thought that it was going to be one of those throwaway and you know how every season they, they usually have like two or three that you got to wonder how they even made it past the production base. Yeah. I, I figured it'd be one of those, but I was surprised and pleasantly so that it had a fairly decent plot with kind of heavier undertones. Yes. So, uh, what my, uh, roommate is a cat is about, it's a, follows the main protagonist, uh, Subaru, who is a novelist. And it starts off with his parents having died. And so it immediately yeah. sets you up with, this is going to be a tearjerker heartbreak all the way through. Everyone's going to be crying. And, and that's, it, it sets it up for it, for it like that, because he's very emotionally deaf in the beginning too. No, I will give you that, but I didn't really see it as a, setup i just thought it was a, a very lazy if you will backstory um but it it does flesh a little bit out and you're right he is very deaf and very muted i would say as far as personality goes yeah and emotionally too yeah well he, i would say he's emotionally stunted and the interesting thing about this anime that i haven't seen before is I would say that this is probably a very, very good um, 
example, if slow, of the stages of grief. It end, it ends with, I would say, a satisfactory note of him, I guess, not just being a better person, but a more complete version. Because uh, I think even his friend was like, uh, he's a shell of a man that he used to be. And he was very much a loner, very much no one needs to be my friend or around me. I can do it alone. People are an annoyance. I hate people. And he graduated from that to, at the end, he was he remarks that, you know, my life has not only gotten better, my house, which was always quiet, and I, I used to love the quiet, now isn't. Yeah, it's it's uh, full of life. It's full of energy because of the journey that he's taken. And and it all starts after his parents have died. He's visiting the gravestone. He's visiting where his parents were. And a cat shows up there. And and one of the things I really enjoy about this, this series, it doesn't just play for him. It, it doesn't play for Subaru. It also plays with Haru, who is the cat. And, it, and then you spend half the episode with what's going on, what's going on in his head, how he thinks about everything, and, and what's going on mentally for him. And then they repeat the exact same half for everything that's going on with him for Haru, except you hear how it's all played out for the cat. Yeah, from, it, from the different viewpoints. And... Again, yeah, fully agree. It is really awesome. If I don't say if it, it, it played it at first, I was worried at first. I was really, honestly, I was worried about how it would play out with the roommate as a cat. I was like, is it going to be him just complaining about the cat or, or everything like that? But they don't. And, and I was also worried about the continuation of them spending half an episode with him and then repeating that same half but they did it beautifully. It was it was it was beautifully done together, and it gave you a different perspective for the whole episode every single time. And I want to say it kind of brought to the forefront different, not just perspective because it, it absolutely did that. But I was going to say it brings to the forefront different possibilities because in one of the episodes you see the cat destroying everything and he's getting just pissed off and he's like, what the heck's going on? And when you see the, from the cat's point of view, the cat was actually trying to save him from these things. And it, I don't know if it did the same for you, but for me, it gave me the opinion that the, these spirits were actually his dead parents. Well, they were. And at the end of that episode, you actually saw the spirits become a person and then say to Haru, thank you. And, and, you know, and Haru then wonders and goes, I wonder what that was about. Because while she was running around, while Haru was running around in the house, jumping around, causing havoc, it was causing him to try and, and cope with that. But then also at the same time, Haru accidentally knocked a photograph book out that opened up and he saw the photographs that his parent, that his mother had made and notes in there, his, uh, Subaru's favorite author, his Subaru's favorite author's desk. We need to bring him here. And, and all these notes about everywhere that her, his parents wanted to take him to. And, and at that point it just breaks down to him that they, no matter what, 
even though he felt like they had given up on him or he had let him down, they had never at any point in time ever gave up on him and always held out for him to the very end if they could. Yeah, and you find out that his parents actually died going on a trip that they were hoping he would show up, you know, he was going to go to. I mean, it's fateful and, and good that he didn't go on that particular trip, but... But yeah, they, they kept the reservation to the very last day. If you take nothing away from this, except the fact that it's a decently done story, it's still head and shoulders above a lot of the other anime that, are, that is out there. For instance, there's another anime that I thought this was going to be Mirror, at the very least, where the author, who is in a slump, can hear the thoughts of this of a cat. And ends up taking the cat and the, the author's a masochist and whatnot. Um, I thought it was going to go that route and I was not looking forward to it at all. But the grief that you see from Subaru, which, by the way, when I first heard the name, I, I thought there's no way I'm going to get around this. I'll be like, yeah, his, his name is Subaru. Honda Subaru. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It is what it is. But you also see that death comes for the cat's story as well. You see the t- the heartache and the, the life in the flashback that you see of the cat. And you realize not only are they showing you the, the grief from the human perspective and how this guy's dealing with it. You also see how the cat's dealing with it. And the cat deals in a more of a matter of fact way. Yeah. And and the cat also has the mentality, the the uh, the vision that it's actually protecting Subaru. And and so what Haru spends most of the time doing, it's like, hey, you need to eat. You need to make sure you're taking care of yourself. I'll protect you. Don't worry. You may be big, but you're really weak. And and I'll watch after you. And I'll protect you. And 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 it plays that theme all the way throughout. And, and it's, it's, it's like he thinks he's protecting the cat and the cat thinks that it's protecting him, you know? And so they think they're protecting each other and, and in a way they are, they're helping each other grow at the same time. Yeah. I was going to say, to be perfectly honest, from my perspective, I think the cat probably would have died without him. And I think he would have not lived without the cat if that makes any sense yeah they they basically found each other and they they found support and now now that's not to say that uh there isn't any other characters in there and so there's a couple other supporting characters that play a pivotal role in helping him emotionally grow his uh longtime friend uh Hiroto, uh, he's been a friend with him for a number of years, and he realizes that that this cat is doing great things for him and it's helping him out. But he also tells him at the same time, "Hey, you know, my you need to learn to take care of yourself. You need to eat." And he stops by all the time and puts food in the fridge that his mother made, and and it's leftovers or they made so much, and he stops by to make sure he's okay because he knows that he's still going through this trying time. And uh, Subaru is also a, a, a novelist. So his his uh, editor uh, at Sushi, he always comes by and, and at Sushi is absolutely mesmerized and loves cats. And so how he acts, I, I actually found really funny because how he acts is like kind of like how my wife acts with our cats. 
He is totally enchanted by him. He calls him precious. Lo- absolutely loves him to death. It's like <laughs> like how how goofy he is with cats. That's how my wife is, and it's it's funny. I thought that part was funny, particularly. Well, I can see and I can say for a hundred percent certainty, the author is definitely an animal, if not a cat person, because the characteristics of the animals are very i would say spot on and kind of funny but yeah the cat being not only aloof but i i need to protect you i'm the predator and you're you're my my prey or something like that i thought was really just spot on and the dog's very the dog next door neighbor's dog is very much a hey what's up this is kind of cool you want to be friends? Let's be friends. People are awesome. I like people. Yeah. And and the cat's just like, hey, it's kill or be killed out here. The cat was had that mentality, but also at the same time, like, leave me the hell alone. Yeah. Like, I don't like you. You don't, you shouldn't like me. We're not going to get along. So I, I feel the personalities for both of them fit perfectly because, you know, the dog, I, you know, being that I have dogs as well, you know, my dogs are very like, Hey, let's be friends. Oh, I want pets. Oh, yay. I get pets. And the cats are very, <laughs> leave me the hell alone. And you can pet me if I want you to, but give me food and give me food all the time. Oh, look, the bowl is empty. Give me more food. Or the, the bowl has an empty middle part of it. How dare you? What's wrong with you? Do you want me to starve? And that's one of the things that's uh, unique is that they actually portrayed this perfectly for that because cats, they don't know when to stop. They're, they see a big bowl of food and they're just going to eat and they're going to eat and eat and eat and they're not going to stop. And they're going to get all I upset because, yeah, and, and they're not going to stop because they don't know. They don't have self-control like that. That's why it's really easy for animals to become overweight. And so they, I liked that they portrayed that in there. It's like you need to do like some severe portion control, even though there's not a lot of food that goes into this. And that's one of the one of the characters was talking about Nana, who's a pet store clerk, talks to uh, Subaru about it and says, "Look, I understand it's a shocker. You don't you think this is not enough, but this is how much they should be eating." And it's true because they will not stop. You can put a whole bowl in front of them and they will eat the whole bowl. It won't last the whole day. Oh, I'm going to be gone for a couple of days. They'll ration themselves. No, they don't ration themselves. They'll eat and (laughs) eat and eat. That's funny. They don't ration themselves. They're not good at that. No, cats are not. Cats will continually to eat and dogs will try to eat everything and then some and they will continue to eat and eat until they feel full. And then both cats and dogs tend to throw up. They'll eat their throw up sometimes and then they'll go back and eat some more if they can. Yeah, you got a point. But so what do you think the big takeaway from this anime is? Do you think it was meant to try to to help somebody do you think it was meant to be entertaining it was meant to tell a story a story of of growth personal growth emotional growth as well as understanding that at the same time you still need a friend and that friend or that that support doesn't always come in the form of a human it, it sometimes comes in the form of an animal yeah, most times people will open up to an animal before they open up to a person. 
and it's because of an animal that you tend to open up to other people. And that's what I feel this series actually really played well towards. Yeah. They perfectly portrayed that. Um, one of the things I thought was kind of awesome is everything in his life started to kind of improve when he let the cat into his life. And at the very end, they kind of reflect on that. Like none of this would have happened if I didn't accept this cat into his life. Like I thought they did a really awesome job. I mean, obviously you can kind of tell my enthusiasm, but I, I have nothing but great things to say about it so far. This, this was one of the very few uh, shows also that is, is truly, that is all around. It's all around good. I mean, like if, if I were to try and find something negative about it, it, I'd be a little hard pressed and on, in all honesty, I was not expecting to, to have such great things to say about, about this show. I mean, like on every point with the characters and the main characters, uh, Subaru, Haru, the supporting characters, it hits it on every point. And even, uh, Hiroto, uh, Subaru's best friend, he reflects on the past when he sees him, he goes, I wonder what it would be like now for you if you had the cat and the book in your hand, because he remembers when they were kids, he, uh, Subaru falls into a, into some water and Hiroto runs down to go see him and, and wants to make sure he's doing okay. And Subaru hands him the book. Doesn't, doesn't give him his hand. He hands him the book, even though Hiroto wanted him to hand him his hand. And he goes, Oh good. The book's okay. Here you go. And then he pulls himself up and dries himself off. And, and and at that point, that solidified the friendship between Hiroto and Subaru, and and he brings it up to him. And then at the end, when when you learn that the cat, uh, Haru, is worried about Subaru because at the end, he's gone for a couple of days. He goes to the trip that his parents originally wanted him to. He spends the time there, gets the plants, and, and, he's, going, and he's finally evolving, and, and he's growing emotionally, and... He's making it so that way he can get some real final closure. There's this big storm and Haru is really worried about Subaru and Subaru is worried about Haru and he's trying to get home. Well, Hiruto in the last episode tries to go in the building and accidentally in, in uh, Subaru's house to check on the cat and can't close it because of the gusts of wind can't close the door. And so you, for the last episode, it's just Subaru and Haru trying to find each other. And then at the very end, they do find each other. And he hands Haru to Hiruto to make sure that Haru is okay. And then he pulls himself up and dusts himself off. But his priority, like the book was a priority for him, Haru is the new top priority for him. And it's beautiful. It is. It brings a lot, in my opinion, to the character. It gives the character depth that was lacking previously. And and what's interesting is I feel like if this were to continue on, if this were to continue on, I feel, and, and from how the groundwork was laid, Nana, the store clerk, and Subaru would actually get together. Oh, Absolutely. I mean, now that she knows that he's an author, it might be a bit odd. and You might have to skirt around the whole um, 
idol versus person kind of thing. But I don't think that'd be too too big of an issue because they didn't meet like, oh, I'm some big shot. So they they meet, uh, Nana and, and Subaru meet because he goes to the pet store to try and buy some cat food for Haru. He is so awkward that it is almost debilitating. Disabilitating? Debilitating? I'm not quite sure how to say that. It's embarrassing to watch. How about that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that is he. That is very accurate. I I have a problem when I watch anime because what will end up happening is I'll become way too empathetic. And when the cringy scenario happens for the, the character, I feel for them so bad. And watching this, I got the same gut reaction. I'm like, oh, no. And it. It went away like it. And, well, okay, that, that's the wrong way to put it. It didn't go away as in like, I don't have it anymore. Meaning the progression of the story was that such that it it didn't feel as awkward anymore during the second and third and fourth interaction. Yeah. And and you see the growth of it in, in total. I, I honestly, we can continue talking about how great this show is and, and how wonderful it is. Um, but uh I, I I think we should uh, you know wrap it up with a with a nice solid uh, rating. So how would you rate it? I, I I'm not going to give it a five. There are things that could have done better. Um, now I, what I will say I, I got to add this at least a little bit. I watched the sub and the dub to see if it uh, crossed over. And honestly, this is one of the few instances where I would say the dub might might be a little bit better than the sub and. With that, I would say that I feel this deserves a solid 4.9. Oh. 4.8, 4.9. All right. So uh, so we'll go with a split the difference, 4.85. Okay. This is something I would absolutely recommend to people who don't really like the slice of life like I, like me. This is this would be a fantastic introduction to Slice of Life. The only problem is it's so good. Your next encounter with Slice of Life will just make you kind of go, what what happened? Maybe, maybe. Or your next encounter could be all great. You don't know. I don't know. We'll never know until we run across it. My rating, I I give it a four point nine. Not a five. Oh, okay. So we're we're almost at an agreement yeah, here. I give it a four point nine. Uh, so what what's stopping you from a solid five? Because I would love if if it ran for maybe a couple more episodes to help give it some some closure in between Subaru and Nana, or to, or, or at least give it some more direction with them pointing them in that they're going to be together, then I'd give it a perfect five. I would love to see a little bit more relationship closure in between him and her because they set it up like that, but they, they left it lagging and understandably so understandably. So, but I I would love to have that kind of like pushed forward a little bit. Okay. I can respect that. All righty. So I believe it's my turn, right? It is your turn. So the anime name is, uh, and this is kind of long, so I'm going to use the English translated version of this. It is World End. 
What do you do at the end of your, the world? Are you busy? Will you save us? Uh, it was originally debuted uh, spring of 2017, so it's not that old. It's a solid 12 episodes, so I'm hoping it's bookends. Like It gives a good beginning. It gives a good end. Not uh, <laughs> not a open-ended, well, you'll see us maybe again. Um, and yeah, um, I remember you were saying before when I mentioned it, you had, uh, seen it before. Do you remember where? Uh, I don't remember. Uh, I don't remember where I've, I've seen it, but it does sound a little bit familiar to me simply because the name is so long. Um, but it is uh, available on a variety of platforms. So you are more than welcome to watch it along with us if, uh, you are so inclined but uh, that's it for for today. Uh, hope you enjoyed this uh, this episode of the Feudal Anime Podcast. If you want to reach out to us, you can email us at feudalanimepodcast at gmail.com. Let us know what you thought of uh, My Roommate as a Cat. Or if you have a recommendation or a suggestion of your own, let us know there. Uh, you can also reach out to us on the Twitterverse. You can reach out to us at Feudal Anime Pod. Uh, that is at Feudal Anime Pod. Until next time. Later. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.